Welcome to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at God's Five Minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's Five Minutes. Hello, friends. Following Solomon's death, his two sons, Rehoboam and Jeroboam, rivaled for his throne, which resulted in dividing the kingdom. 1 Kings 12, 29, Jeroboam said in his heart, Now shall the kingdom return to the house of David. If this people go go up to sacrifice at Jerusalem, then shall the heart of this people turn again unto their Lord, even unto Rehoboam, and they'll kill me. Whereupon king made two calves of gold, and said, It is too much for you to go up to Jerusalem. Behold thy gods, O Israel, which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. And he set the one in Bethel, and the other put he in Dan, thus establishing two fortresses, one in the heart of his kingdom, one where attack might be expected, where Jeroboam's first care. His choice of calves, whereby to pervert worship to God, was a callous repeat of Aaron's sin of so long ago. And so we have the story of a heartless politician who placed his own selfish interests ahead of his people, family, God, everything. Jeroboam thus joined a long list of political hacks who have so often resorted to whitewashing old criminals in order to provide a justification for modern policies. Sin strikes its most crimson hue when it resorts to degrading religion to a mere instrument for getting personal gain. Jeroboam has had many followers among politicians. Too many pretended statesmen tend to look on all religions as equally true or untrue and are ready to be polite to any of them if they can get what they want by using them. The long history of the relations of church and state, for instance, in the old world, has been little else than the states hiring and muzzling the church for its own advantage and the protests of a faithful few against the degradation of state patronage and consequent control. Part of the bright promise of the new world was establishment of new laws that would restrict the power of the state to so callously interfere with and degrade religion. The priests of Bethel, who were the creatures of Jeroboam, were not likely to stand against his wrongs. When Amos the prophet spoke bold words against the king, it was Amaziah the priest who gave him the shameful counsel, O thou seer, flee into the land of Judah and prophesy there. And prophesy no more at Bethel, for it is the king's sanctuary. How sad for one to pretend a flaming religious experience because it is respectable or opens the way to some good position. There's a whole school of consultants who estimate Christianity mainly as valuable as a social force and without any deep personal recognition of its loftier aspects, thinking well that it should be generally accepted, especially by other people, as it makes them easier to govern and cements a social factor, fabric, rather. Christianity is something more than social cement. Jeroboam's policy was a great success as policy. It both united his kingdom and definitively separated it from Judah. But it was a success, purchased at the price of degrading religion into the lackey of a court. Samson went to sleep on Delilah's lap. She cut off the locks in which his strength lay. Jeroboam may stand finally as a type of the men who suppose themselves to be worshiping God when they're only following their own wills. All his ceremonial had its damning characteristic that it was devised of his own heart, and so was himself that was enshrined in his new house of the high places, and himself to whom the sacrifices were offered. 
absolute obedience to God's will, whatever perils may seem to attend it, is true worship. Wherever apparent devotion to him is mingled with burning incense to their own net, the mixture ruins a devotion. Obedience is better than sacrifices. Temptations to take our own will often appear as the dictates of sound policy, and to neglect them is culpable carelessness. But such redesigning of plain commandments as is ruinous and sinful and is not to be atoned for by outward worship. Jeroboam by his strategy won a troubled reign and the destruction of his house after one generation. And the terrible verdict, which becomes almost a part of his name, Jeroboam, who made Israel to sin. You have been listening to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at g-o-d-s-f-i-v-e minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's 5 Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson.